Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Bigarito. Tom Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kersam from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly. As the Miami Dolphins' uh, up-and-down roller coaster season continues, uh, they come to another pivotal game out in uh, Lambeau Field against the Green Bay Packers, and they fall to the hands of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers 31-12, to leaving them at a 5-5 and record again uh, at the point of uh, mediocrity, it seems that this team just continues to uh, just flirt right around that zone and just can't get uh, above it for for much time. As this was a pivotal game, uh, the Dolphins had a chance to bring their record, uh, you know, to a, a, a not a solid winning point, but six and four, obviously uh, a lot better than five and five, and they've been at this juncture before. Uh, this is the third time, as you know, everybody who listens to our show, we've talked about how they've been at this uh, pivotal point um, a couple times before this game, and uh, every time they just cannot seem to to get it done. Uh, the last time, uh, well, I should say the first time is the most important time, and, that, and that's when they played the New England Patriots, and they really had a chance to take, you know, a full uh, control of that lead, they would have uh, uh, what would have been equivalent to a two and a half game lead on the New England Patriots. I believe at that time they couldn't get that done, um, and then uh, they went back and forth with wins and losses. And I think the uh, the Detroit Lions game was the game where they had another chance to get a, a you know two game over 500 lead, and they couldn't do it. And then we talked about how they went out to Green Bay now, and and this was going to be a pivotal. Um, uh, juncture in their season because they could bring their record to six and four and and we discussed how they're on basically an eight and eight path and you know that that could go you know seven and nine nine and seven you know whatever uh, but they lost again and, and and so they bring it to five and five and of course uh, on another note the New England Patriots get upset by the Tennessee Titans so uh, once again they have their opportunities um, to do something as the Patriots you know fall to seven and three. And uh, they would have been one game behind them there, but they were not able to um, to do it. Uh, and, and if you're looking for some positives, uh, there's one positive, and uh, you know it, it might be a big one in that uh, Jakeem Grant, who the entire Dolphin Nation had felt uh, and believed that he had torn his uh, his Achilles um, as he uh, went down unhit. And uh, basically, uh, you know, grabbed where his Achilles was, and and everybody was convinced. Well, now today's reports are saying that he did not tear his Achilles, and so that is a, a major uh, blow of good news. Um, but here's where it gets kind of strange. Uh, what exactly is his injury? Nobody knows. The Dolphins will will not disclose it, 
and they've said that uh, he will miss probably some significant time, but the time frame's unknown, but it is not an Achilles, so you're not looking at seven to nine months of rehabilitation. And I know, for one, I'm getting tired of this whole scene. I, I really am. The way this organization runs everything, the secretiveness, and it's just absolutely ridiculous, and it's an insult the people who are fans of this organization and who really put their time, you know, and and, and sweat into this team, and uh, they go to games, they watch games, you know, they they put their emotions in it, you know, to every time have injuries being so disclosed and secretive is ridiculous. I mean, we went through this with Ryan Tannehill when he had a knee injury that was looked like it was a bad injury that might have torn ligaments and required surgery, and we were told it's not and it's a sprain, and then that turned into missing the rest of the year, and then the whole nonsense with missing an entire season after that to ultimately have the surgery. We're going through that again with him. You got a shoulder injury, which nobody knows what it is. Uh, the the last public knowledge that there was it was a capsule now everybody's saying that's not what it is uh he's supposedly throwing but nobody knows what this is and if he misses the rest of the year like rich said that wouldn't be a shock it's it, far from it will that be a shock and now we're, we're dealing with the same nonsense with the grant injury so um you know i for one am, am getting tired of this whole routine and uh you know that, that's how i feel about it and obviously jakeem grant He's a fantastic offensive weapon. Anybody who initially thought he wasn't uh, is, is, is wrong about that because this guy can do a lot of magical things. And you've seen when he got hurt, all the air come out because of, you know, how good he's been. So, um, you know, this is something that we're going to watch. But, uh, you know, needless to say, the injuries that this team has sustained this year, I've never seen following any team, really. Uh, but certainly no Dolphin team. I mean, there's been injuries before, starting guys go down, out for the season. I've never seen so many starting players on a team go down, out for the season, and it just keeps continuing. Devontae Parker had a, a, an injury in the game. He's in a sling. It's another mystery. Nobody knows what's wrong with him. We've seen it happen. It looked like he landed on a football. It turns out that it's, it, it, it's, uh, it looks like it's an arm injury of some short soldier arm, um, so we don't know how bad uh, he is. So, um, But this is just devastating injuries uh, that this team has sustained. I don't know how you survive it. Uh, their record, honestly, I don't know how they uh, – they're even where they are with the injuries, so I, I will give them that. But, uh, you know, the, the, the chatter and the talk uh, continues, and, 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 and Adam Gase, you know, under the hot seat again. And I just don't like the way that he handles personnel. I don't think he's handled the team correctly in the last few years. It seems like he has an ego bigger than uh, everybody else. And, and, of course, for anybody watching, uh, you know, the uh, – the unshaven Adam Gase showed up in Green Bay. So without further ado, let's get Rich in here. And, uh, Rich, I, I, I know you were uh, looking at that look. It, it didn't continue from last week as he went unshaven again, and you know the result. Yeah, uh, that's the least of our problems. I mean, you know, the thing with Grant, going back to Grant, what else could it be? That he's He had an Achilles sprain, right? He went down like he was shot. So now, is it partially torn? Do they think it's going to heal by itself? I mean, well, let me ask the you, direction we're going in now. Well, you said Achilles sprain. Where'd you get that from? That's what I read that today. That he was nursing an Achilles injury. You know that it was sprained. So now he went down like he was shot, right? So well, I haven't heard that. Like, no. 
Yeah, I got yeah. you. I haven't they, heard that. Walk They're not the school shop. Yeah, couldn't walk on it. So now you're going to tell me that it, it's not it's not ripped. So what is it? Partially torn? I mean, again, that doesn't heal by itself. Well, Rich, yeah, like it, I'm saying, if it's partially torn. You, if it's partially torn, you have to get it stitched. They have to go in there orthoscopically and stitch that. The killing it will not heal by itself. I don't know where you're getting this from. I had not heard. The Dolphins have not said the word Achilles at all. So I don't know where that report's coming from. Of course, common sense. I thought it. You thought it. Everybody, it appears to be an Achilles injury. I heard on on NFL radio today that he was nursing an Achilles sprain going to the game. Okay. And it looked like, you you know, and that was like before they thought, you know, they they thought he was, they they were assuming he was out for the year that blew. You know, that's what NFL Network that's NFL Radio Network was you know was uh, was saying this afternoon. Now, if okay. they're saying it didn't blow, which I saw later in the afternoon, that it's not an Achilles tear, but he could miss multiple weeks. What happened to it? It's got to still be related to that, you know. You don't go down like that without that. You know what I mean? It has to be something related to that tendon. Like I said, if it's partially torn, he still needs surgery. You can't play him like that. It's going to blow totally then, you know? You have to go in there and surgically repair that. Yeah. You know, it doesn't go by itself. I agree with what you're saying. Um, I, you know, I I would think that that would be common sense as well. Um, But like I said. That's my problem is it is common sense, but that doesn't mean that they're going to treat it like that, you know? They're they're buffoons. Right. Yeah, I mean – you know, it just seems like I'm getting tired of the whole routine, like I said in the opening oh, monologue. Yeah, I really it, am. That's a joke. I know. I've been tired of it for a long time. I mean, the way they handled Tannehill's knee was ridiculous. Right. You know, that's not going to heal by itself. I mean, we said it before it happened. Over and over again, we said it before it happened. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I just want to keep reiterating, the Dolphins are not saying this is an Achilles injury. So it's even one step after that. Like, they are literally... Remember, nobody knew Cameron Wake had knee surgery, right? Three weeks ago. That yeah. was kept under the rug, too, you know? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't understand it, to be honest with you. I really don't understand the, um, the secretiveness about it. I mean, I, everybody I gets hurt it. in this league. I never see people act yeah. like this. And it's not fair to the fans. It's not fair to anybody covering the team. It's not fair to anybody. I mean, it is what it is. It's not going to change. You know, we know he's hurt. Every opposing player team knows he's hurt. You know, what's the advantage? Like, I don't understand really why there is such a, you know, uh, a mystery surrounding every injury that this team has. You know, I really don't understand it. Like, for what purpose? Um, it's definitely not for a competitive edge. There's no question yeah, exactly. about that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. It's not for yeah. a competitive edge, right? I mean, what, what competitive edge can you get out of it? Nothing. I think you're just being, you know, they're just arrogant. That's all. It's, you know, I think we you're don't right. tell you anything. You know? I think you're right. Who and you I think that's that why. Question. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and I think that's why this team is in the position that it's in. Is because of its arrogance. I don't think that they've handled personnel correctly the entire tenure of Adam Gase. Um, well, I think it's a problem. The they don't know. They don't know how to relate to star players. They can't. That's why they don't want any of them. That's why they cleaned house last year. 
They don't want anybody that rises above the, the average that they have. They don't want a star. And every time you got to pay a star, they let them walk, right? I mean, that right. seems to be their M.O. the last few years. Yeah, right? yeah that is. Yep. I don't think gays can – I don't think gays – I don't think he knows how to talk to star players. Like, you can't treat a star player like the fifth guy on the special teams line. You know, you can't. You yeah. got to treat them differently. They're different. And it's like we were saying yesterday, we are laughing how how Rashad Jones was suspended for the first quarter yesterday, right? Right. So he got suspended for the thing that he did the other game. He took himself out of the game. So it's like cutting class. You cut class and you get suspended for a day. Yeah. <laughs> right? But and basically his punishment, punishment yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. His punishment, his punishment is the exact You took yourself out run. of the game, so we're going to keep that a little longer. What, what, what yeah. is that? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, you know, and, and I think you hit a very good point on that they don't know how to handle star players that, you know, yes, you do have to handle them different to a degree. And I also think that there's a problem in that I think the ego of Adam Gase is, is out of control. I really think it is. And I think that all way the people control, talk way out of control without any reason for it. Because well, no I think that the reason for it, I, but I think that the reason for it is because you have all these people in the media and everywhere else calling him this offensive genius and this quarterback whisperer. That's before he got hired. Then you have yeah. uh, Peyton Manning, and you have all these other. Uh, Jay Cutler and all these other ex-players who speak so highly of him as if he's accomplished so much. And now he comes in here and he has this this huge ego. And, and I think what happens is what you were talking about is how you treat different players differently. Well, here's the problem. Adam Gase makes a point to the rest of his team by making a point to his star players, which is completely contrary to what really the great coaches do. And what I mean by that is Jimmy Johnson, Bill Belichick, they make their statements, but they don't make them to their star players per se. It happens once in a while, but we all know Jimmy Johnson, you know, uh, he cut plenty of people and did a lot of things out in Dallas, but he was never playing games with Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin. You know, and 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 the game and and the, and the issues that he had with Aikman never got to the team. And Belichick, you know, he'll make plenty of statements, as you know. And I guess the highest profile guy was probably Malcolm Butler, but there was real issues there, and that's why Malcolm Butler is now on the Tennessee Titans. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, you know, he has problems with Brady. It's addressed in a different fashion. It's never at the point of Brady to prove a point to the team. And Adam Gase has done this on many times. First off, it was Jay Ajayi. We 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 watched the Jay Ajayi uh, um, thing start from training camp, basically, to him not playing. Arian Foster started over him, and that just got completely out of control. Then he put him in, and he did so well, he had nothing to do but play him, because he rushed for uh, uh, something that uh, only four NFL backs have ever done, the three 200-yard games, right? And then they went to the playoffs, they did that whole thing. And the next year, it was right back to the same nonsense to where they gave him away. 
And then we've seen at the end of that year with Jarvis Landry. And they were looking for yep. any excuse they can. It was clashing. And to Adam Gase, I've never been more embarrassed in my whole life than I was uh, with what Jarvis Landry did. Well, maybe you should have been yeah. more embarrassed by the way your team played in that last game. And you were looking for a scapegoat, and you knew you weren't going to resign him. And that was an escalating thing. And that, that's what basically went on there. And now you see the same nonsense going on. You, you see the way he, he is with Devontae Parker. Um, Devontae Parker has been a major disappointment from where he was drafted. There's no doubt about that. But anybody watching the last three games has to say, why was this guy not playing every week for five yeah. weeks of this season? I mean, I get there's no a problem. Whatsoever. But, no reason whatsoever. Uh, I mean, I mean no. obviously the guy can play. He's a disappointment yep. maybe as to what he should be by now and where he was drafted, but, you know, the, this this whole thing is nonsensical to me. Yep. And um, I just don't think he carries himself like the true leader that he needs to on this team, and he's clashing with so many veteran players, and the latest one, like you said, Rashad Jones. Who's been a model citizen since he's been here, if you think about it. There's one guy, plays hurt, never says anything, right? I mean, that came out right. of nowhere, right? So to him to be aggravated, you know it's a, you know this fish stinks from the head. Yeah, and it seems like it was, uh, you know, a coaching issue not with Gase. It seems like it was with the defensive either coordinator or, or secondary yeah, coach. Or, you know as well as I do that, 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 you know, Burke is not making that choice without – Gaze is okay. You know, he's not doing that without the head coach is okay. That's uh, he's not sure. He like, you know, he's coming out of the game without Gaze knowing that. Come on. I'm not buying yeah. it for a minute. You know? Yeah. That was I a whole meeting, whole discussion. There's no chance that that was like from left field. Oh, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Come on. Give me a break. Yeah. It was extremely weird. Uh, the way the whole thing went. And, uh, I think that, um, just the fact that, uh, you know, we didn't even know what was going on. And then he meets with him yeah. and everything that we're on the same page, everything's good. And you're, you're out for the first quarter of the game, which made a huge yeah. difference, made a huge difference. Cause the yeah. team did play a lot different when he was in there. It really did. Yep. hundred percent. Not that, the, not that the defense was anything, you know, great yesterday because it no. wasn't but it played a lot different when Rashad Jones was in there you know after that whole nonsensical suspension if you will so um you know take yeah, it for I, what I heard it's he worth. got the, I heard he got the tension this week too the bye week. yeah I know I I hear where you're going with that and it, and it is very it is very strange to see the way you know that they they handle uh your professional players of this magnitude it, it, because it really they're not is. professional they're not professional. That's the problem. They don't know what they're yeah. doing. This whole organization is over their head. It really is. It's, yeah. it's and you know, and, and it, it, you see what you, you know, you can see the results. How they don't know what they're doing when you watch a game on TV. That's what it's. This team's put together like crap. It's run like crap, and it's you know that's the, what you're gonna get. Crap. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after that. Hi, this is Tom Vigorito, former Miami Dolphin, and you're listening to the Miami Dolphin Legends Show with Pat Catello. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, 
with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has the solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Miami Dolphins legend show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, as we recap the Miami Dolphins loss to the uh, Green Bay Packers out in Lambeau Field, and they'll take a 5-5 five and five record into the bye week. So uh, 10 games in and uh, a lot of questions uh, surrounding this team. Uh, just a reminder, you can catch us on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store and uh, you can go Pat Catello show right to your phone, uh, and uh, you can send us any questions, comments at PatCatelloShow at Yahoo.com. You know, Rich, as I look around, you know, I I see a lot of positive things that they're able to do, but it it doesn't seem like they're able to put it all together. And let let me explain. I I get the feeling that it's like you deliver the right ingredients many times, but there's too many chefs in the kitchen, and they just make a mockery of it all the time. And that's the way I feel with this team. I mean, I, you know, I looked at uh, the injuries that surrounded them. I looked at some of the talent that was there, um, and a lot of the pickups I really liked, uh, and, and there's some promising things, but it just seems like they cut their nose off to spite their face all the time. And this is three years in, so, you know, the Tannebaum situation starts from the top, and, you know, the ego there is just tremendous. And then as you trickle down to Adam Gase, um, you know, I, I don't know where this goes because now you're looking at major quarterback issues with this team, right? Yeah, you have to start from scratch again. You certainly don't have a backup that can go in next year. Uh, you don't want to see Oswald again. And, you know, they're not going to bring Tannehill back next year. I don't care what anybody says. You know, is he going to play again this year? I mean, here's the thing. If he doesn't play the week after the bye, I think it's 100% he doesn't play anymore. Wouldn't you agree? The week after the bye, if you don't think he's in for that game, you think it's over? I, don't think, I think if they rest him another week and he doesn't, he's still not ready, I don't think you're going to see him again. 
Mm-hmm. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I think for other reasons, like I think if he doesn't play in that time, and I, I, I think there's something wrong with that shoulder, uh, you know, other than what everybody's leaning on to. You know, like if it's not healed by then, there's not many things that are going to heal without surgery, I guess is my point, you know? There's no question. I'm, I'm, you know, I always said it was worse than they're saying it is. You know, I, yeah, I don't trust anything they say. And you know what's amazing? Like, I mentioned this to you yesterday watching the game. He's not even involved with the team. He's, like, no. basically, he looks like the, you know, like a special team guy on the on the uh, practice squad that just, like, got it able to stand on the sidelines with a hoodie for the game. I mean, so let me stop you there. Case. Go ahead. Let me stop you there, and, I, and then I'll ask the question. Is that because Tannehill or is it because of the team? The team. The team. Who doesn't have your starting quarterback talking to the quarterback when he's off the field? You know, talking with Gaze right. when he's running the plays. I mean, it, it, I've never seen anything like that before. Then why is he even there? Because most most teams don't even, like, let their guys go on the road when they're hurt. Well, a lot of yeah. them anyway. Um, so yeah. they're, they're bringing them know. there. But then I, but then I had a, a, a whole issue a couple weeks ago on the show when he was tweeting the beach thing. On a, you know, that bothered me that it just seemed like he didn't really give, you know, a, a crap about anything. Um, and, and he just looks like he's just, I don't know, just, just nonchalant, very cavalier, like you said. And it is strange not to have, when you have a guy like Brock Osweiler, who's a one-year player on this team learning the offense, why Tannehill would not be, like you said, in his ear the entire time? And helping him, I don't understand that at all. Like, what are you even no, there for it. then? I've never seen anything like it. I just say that Gaze is so arrogant, he doesn't want anybody else helping him. Yeah, and you I know? think you're probably right about that. Why he's there in the first place, I don't know. Because you're right. Yeah. I think that there is such an arrogance that it's almost like, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I got this, it's, it's all me, and I don't want you know anybody else getting involved with it. And so that's the way it goes down. But, um, yeah, obviously there was plenty of room for improvement yesterday. <laughs> you know, there had to be a couple things Tannehill could have well, inputted. Had to be a few things a, that could have helped. I heard a very promising rumor last week. You know, I don't know how, how much water it holds, but there is a uh, casino group ownership out in Vegas. That was like six casinos. And they're looking to buy an NFL team, and they said somewhere in the southeast. So yeah. I don't know what team it is, but let's hope. Yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath, Rich. <laughs> you know, I think it's funny. <laughs> How many southeast teams are there? Well, uh, you know, it depends what you, you call southeast. I mean, you know, southeast South could go Jersey? all the way to Tennessee. <laughs> could go to Tennessee, <laughs> but. Listen, I, you know, there's plenty of people that want to buy NFL teams. There's no lack of uh, groups that would would pay fortunes to buy NFL teams. But I'm uh, just saying, they said they they're in negotiations to, you know, they're looking at this team in the southeast. So I was, hey, you know, maybe, maybe you got a shot. Yeah, Jacksonville would probably be the number one team that's on the block. So well, I, I think I don't he know. wants to move to England. <laughs> I don't know. Well, wait, wait, I don't wait, think Tom wait, wants be... to sell. You, you think he wants to sell? I don't think so. Who? Who? Tom. 
They got to I don't think Jackson Ross wants to sell. I don't think Ross sure. wants to sell. How about that? I mean, as much no. talk as there is, the Dolphins are one of the most prestigious franchises that somebody would want to buy with their stamp. I mean, they're probably, uh, you know, up in the $2 billion mark, right? With the stadium yeah. and everything. I've, every time I see on the list, they're pretty high up there. And now they oh, get yeah, the renovation. So, you know, I mean, and and plus it's Miami and all that. So, you know, it's not like they need a group to get together with interest. There's plenty of interest out there. I don't think Ross is looking to do that. And you've said before, this guy's one of the richest owners in the whole league. Yeah, but he's getting up there in age. I don't know if he wants yeah, the aggravation. You know, there's talk that he doesn't want the aggravation anymore. Because I, I, I mean, he's not a dumb guy. He must see that there's no chance on this team winning with him running it. I mean, you know, yeah. and it's you know, it's I'd rather have the captain on the Titanic on this ship, on this um, yeah. this team. You know. Yeah, I, I listen. I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I you know, I don't. I don't give much credibility to that. I, I don't know. I'm not, I I just think that if he does, he does. But you know, I think I think it's wishful thinking to think that the you know that he's selling the team and this new ownership's coming in anytime soon. I, I really do. I, I mean, he's got he's 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 more interested in Super Bowls and lining all that up. That doesn't seem like a guy who's not going to be around for it. And I don't know that he's going to get a – isn't Hazenga isn't estate still pretty much involved with this too? Because I remember no. when he sold the team, when he sold the yeah, team, Hazenga walked away with a sweetheart deal. He's still in control of parking and concessions and all that kind of stuff. So I, I don't know who's funny. getting that. He, but doesn't, he doesn't own any of the team anymore. No, but when he sold it, he had a tremendous amount – uh, that he still has of all the concessions or the parking, he was still getting a ton of money in that sale. Yeah. I mean, it was so somebody's getting that. Yeah, and this is a state, you know, whoever, you know, who's, you know, his kids, yeah. I guess. You know, Who I guess knows? they can sell that. But, that doesn't really go with the team, then. That's a separate entity, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and, uh, you know, new ownership's new ownership, but uh, listen, we're, we're in the middle of the season right now. It's five and five, you know, they're 10 games in. I mean, that, that's, you know, that, that's here. That's neither here nor there, you know? Um, the Dolphins right now, uh, are, are an enigma. I mean, they really are because you would not think that they would be where they're at right now. Well, you thought they'd win four games at most. I think you had them down for three at the beginning of the year. So well, I said three to six. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't remember the six. <laughs> I know you. I know you kind of hedged that as as we went on in the season. But I was with you. I was with you all through the off season, training camp, preseason. I don't remember six ever coming out of your mouth. But uh, you know, neither here nor there. They're five and five right now. If you look around the league. You know, they're in decent shape right now, which is kind you know, of strange yeah, considering mean, the season. Give me a break, Doug. Come on. In decent shape, really? You really think they're yeah. going anywhere? Really? No, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. I'm saying if the season ended today. Oh, they yeah, would I got you. I understand team. that. Yeah, but they're, they're not a good five-win team here. I mean, when they were, even with a winning record yesterday going to that game, I mean, there were 10-point dogs on the road you know, to a team that was at a losing record. You know, so no one really takes them seriously. That's not about that. My point is, with all the stuff that they've had going on, they're still yeah, in you. good shape right now. 
And they have yeah. a weaker part of the schedule coming up. Maybe they play Buffalo twice. Right? Did you see they Buffalo yesterday? Did you see Buffalo yesterday? I saw the Jets yesterday. What's that? I saw the Jets yesterday. Yeah, I saw the Jets. You said the Jets. And you said they're the worst team in football. So which way you want it, Rich? Now the Jets are good? Because when we beat them, you said they were the worst team in football. I said they're one of the so worst you, teams you, in football. Okay, so what, now you're bragging? So but, you, now you're you bragging about Buffalo beating them? You didn't but think you're Buffalo bragging about Buffalo the beating them? You you said last 30, week that they were the dregs of the league. 31 nothing. You didn't think that was insane? That didn't surprise you. I'm not saying it didn't surprise me, but you're raving of how good Buffalo was when you were just saying last week when we beat no, the Jets saying, that they were the I'm worst team in football. <laughs> They're terrible. The, the both teams are terrible. But you know we're not that good either. I'm not saying that we're that good, but you can't have it both ways. You said the Jets were the worst team in football, and when we beat them, when we beat them last week, you were saying they were the worst team in the league. And now you're raving about how good Buffalo looked against the Jets. That well, makes no we sense. We beat them by a pick six late in the game. They beat them thirty. Yeah, I got you. I got you. In a very, di- in a uh, very in different place. condition game. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Okay. But my point is, don't don't make they both. Look a lot now, Buffalo is so good. The Jets. That's my point. You say you got Buffalo twice, like you're writing in two wins. I'm not writing in two wins with that. With, with the way no, we're playing. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not writing in two wins either. I'm not writing in two wins either. What I said was they got a weaker part of the schedule coming up. That's what I said. Yeah, what, but, you know, the two teams that, that we thought were weak are playing well now. I mean, the Colts looked really good yesterday against Jacksonville, too. Well, they looked, good until, they looked good until they were biting their nails to keep that, that game at the yeah. last second. So, well, you, you know, know, you, you, know as well as you have I a do. very selective If they're going to score in the 30s, we ain't going to beat them. We ain't scoring more than 30 points. You know that. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Listen, Rich, uh, you, you're always distracting from what I'm saying. What I said was for everything this team has went through, right now if the season ended, I think they're in the playoffs. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Uh, or, you, you know, it's not like they have, you know, one win. You know, that the, with all the nonsense that's went on, they're still right now in decent shape. Doesn't mean I think they're going to run the table. But if you ask me if I think they're going to beat Buffalo once, yes, I think they are. Don't know if they're going to beat them twice, but I think they're going to beat them once. Do I think Should they be can beat? Do I think they can beat the Colts? Yeah. Do I think they can get to nine and seven? You know, I think that's the mark. I think that's what I said. I think nine and seven is is the best. You know, I think that's where they they end up on best scenario. I, I think. It's nine yeah, and seven. That's you, you, know, you got him at six and ten, but yeah, you got him at six and ten, and we'll see. I'm, all I'm saying is, you know, for all the nonsense, they're really still in still in position. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. You know, I, I mean, I, I look around. Like, listen, the offensive line. I mean, it's in shambles. It's in shambles. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how you survive that. You know, that, that's my point when I'm saying this. It's like uh, I don't know how they're where they're at. I really don't. I mean, their offensive line, there's guys on there that, like, are 
three, four deep. You yeah, know, uh, you, got, you got a backup quarterback. You got three to four starters out on your line, right? You had the two guys, the two, the two free agents out, Juwani James out, Tunzel out, right? Yep. I don't know who started uh, at the other position on opening day, but that might have even changed, right? It, it did, I think. I think it did. I think you got five yeah. different starters. Yeah. You know? Yep. And then you look at Grant, you look at Albert Lewis, you look at um, the uh, – uh, who else? There's been a couple other injuries, too. Um, it's just it's, – it's insane. I mean, it, it, it really is ridiculous. So, you know, uh, and it may continue to go in the trend that it's going because they lose to every pivotal game that they get to. You know, we've talked about that. They lose every every pivotal game that they've got to this year. It's been three times. They've lost all of them. And, uh, you know, now they'll go into a bye. But, um, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, 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 it's the, the way the league is set up. Uh, it seems like there are a lot of teams that are are, are subpar, if you will. And it seems yeah. like the same teams are still, yeah, you know, the ones, dominating, the ones if you we will. We can't stand. They're still are still doing what we are doing. Yep. It's the same teams just, every year. It just seems you like know, it doesn't you change. Can, you can get one or two different ones, but by far, it's always the same. The same teams every year. You know, I didn't mention it at the beginning, but the, the, one of the things that really aggravates me most about this game yesterday is I really thought it was a winnable game. I thought they had so many opportunities. They started off, uh, they were dominating on offense. They were running the ball right down their throat, and then they gave that away. You mentioned that, you know, Frank Gore might be the best player on the team, and you're right. I don't think that was his role, but. Um, yeah, it was amazing how they were, how they basically just shot themselves in the foot so many times and gave that game away. Right? Ridiculous. Or, or the, the the stupid freaking bad snap, you know, when we're knocking on the door to score a touchdown yeah. finally. Ridiculous. That we haven't done it. What is it? Twenty-one straight games now. We haven't had the opening drive touchdown now. And the recovery of that snap was even more ridiculous if you watch that. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't try kicking it like the guy on Tampa Bay. You know, I trying to look like he was on ice. He looked like he yeah, was on right? ice. <laughs> I've never seen anything. I don't even think he touched the ball. I don't think he touched it. No, he should have. He should have kicked it and fell down like the guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know the clip you're talking about. <laughs> and then the guy missed it. <laughs> yeah, and he falls down. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, it's, I, there's so many opportunities they had. Uh, you know, the place kicker kicked 11 played, field goals in the first quarter. He played horrible yesterday. Oswald <laughs> played awful yeah. yesterday. He really did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 real stink all yesterday. Yeah, he did. He did. And, uh, you know, but, uh, again, I, I think when you look at what his role was, you know, I think he's already extended into what his role was, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean – yeah, everybody's calling for David Fails, right? I don't think there's one person out that even knows who he is or what he could do. So I don't like, you know, I think that's ridiculous. If you see all the these Dolphin fans all calling for Fails, they don't even know who he is. It's ridiculous, you know. I, you know, the problem is, 
Well, you had a guy in training camp that was better than him, and they brought him back anyway. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> so all, all these people, a lot of yeah. these people, yeah. just, the guy that was fails, and the, but they didn't sign the other guy. Oh, who? I I'm know. trying to think what his name was. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. The the problem yeah. is that they didn't address this earlier. That's the problem. Right. That this whole Tannehill thing is getting ridiculous. That's the problem. You know, I mean, to bring Matt Moore back, right? <laughs> oh yeah, no, that 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 ship is sailed. But I'll be honest with you, after last season, you know, I'm okay with that too. I don't know oh, what I that would have done. I understand. I, I understand. He's better than David Sales, though. Is he better than Jay Cutler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I hear you. The Bills getting Matt Parkley up the street. He hasn't thrown yeah. a pass in two years, and he looks and like he, he looks he looks great yesterday. That's insane, right? And they had Anderson before that. They did the same thing with Anderson, Derek Anderson. Yeah. The week Anderson before was that. on the beach with his family. He got a call. Okay, I'll be there. They started two days later. <laughs> All right, one more break. We'll come back wrapping up after this. This is Paul Warfield, and you are listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we come to the final stretch of our show. Five and five Miami Dolphins will go into the bye week. Um, and I would say that it's pretty safe to say that six, seven, eight, nine is probably, uh, you know, where it falls. I think, uh, I think the Dolphins will, will probably probably do better than the six and ten mark um you know and and you know how how much better we don't know we'll have to see where that that goes but uh you know needless to say um the team right now seems like it's dodging bullets left and right but when you look around the league like we just talked about there's teams in a lot worse shape um the oakland raiders 
rich just seem like I don't know why they're as bad as they are. I mean, it's ridiculous. They shouldn't be this bad, right? No. I mean, I I know they lost Mac, and I know that they traded away their receiver, their top guy, Cooper, but even when they went two weeks ago, the receivers only traded two weeks ago. Right. Can't make an excuse for that. Right. um, It's a mess. I don't know what's going on there. I mean, Gruden, I know he's getting paid a lot, but, man, he must be thinking, why why did I leave the booth? Right. Yeah, you would think, but then when you look at that contract again, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. No, maybe it's just, well, I got a house picked out in Vegas and I don't care, you know? <laughs> house, he, he could own half of Vegas with that contract. It's ridiculous. He has well, a piece of the team, too, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's, he may be moving into Wayne, Wayne Newton's mansion. Who are you kidding? You know? Yeah, I know. Uh, but wh- I don't know why they're as bad as they are. I mean, they're really doesn't bad. Make any sense. And, and supposedly he doesn't like car, you know? Yeah. Well, I he started out. I've mean, seen, seen interviews in the beginning, and all he did was rave about car, and I loved him, and that he were, that's the reason he took this job. But uh, <laughs> that certainly could have changed. And maybe the the sentiment and the feeling is is a lot different now. I always thought Carr was a little overrated, personally. Well, I always thought Gruden was a little overrated. I mean, he was another one. Yeah. The developed quarterbacks had never developed him. He's like a quarterback guru, and he never developed one. Well, it's nice that you sit in that crappy office and you watch VHS tapes of everybody, and you critique yeah. but you didn't, never developed one in your life. You know? No, and let's, and let's be honest. Walked into a Super Bowl-ready team in Tampa. I mean, Tony Dungy's team was ready yeah. to win a Super Bowl. And and, and, and not only that, and he played his ex-team. He played the team he just left, and they didn't change anything. Yep. You think you would change so, something when you're playing your ex-coach, and they didn't change anything. That doesn't happen too often. So, you know, that whole scenario was was very strange how that worked. And, uh, hey, don't, forget was, about, don't forget about the starting center going to Tijuana, AWOL. Nobody knew where he was for four days. Yeah, the whole the thing. Super Bowl. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't get any weirder than that situation. No, no. So, you know, listen, I mean, I, I think he's still, uh, you know, a good coach, and I think they, they obviously have a lot of picks moving on in the future, but I'm just very surprised at how bad they are right now. I didn't expect that. Yeah, they're awful. I mean, yeah. yeah. And, really and that's why I say when you look around the league, you know, there's just a lot of teams that are worse than the Dolphins, I guess is the way I would say it, you know. Now, some yeah, of them are worse, but on the right course up. You know, yeah. but there's other teams that are worse that are no, going down. I don't like I said. If there's a plan here, I'd love to know what it is, because you know I've been watching football a long time. There's nothing really to build on with this team. There's no, no core. There's no. I don't see any upside. Like, like if there was a five-year plan, I'd really like to see it because I don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, there's a lot you of young talent on defense. Eh, there is, but there's no stars on the team. You just there's, don't like you know, them. There's but no there's a lot of young there. talent there, right? I mean, McMillan, Baker, Howard, um, the uh, McCain, uh, uh, Fitzpatrick. I mean, uh, you know, the, the Hayes. Hayes uh, you know, so there's a, a lot of young, or not Hayes, but uh, what's his name, Spence. You know, there, there's young yeah. talent there. You just don't like that them. Because they're not going to get you anywhere. There's this isn't anything to build on. There's it's a you know we have a quarterback issue. We have. We have running back issues. 
They tried to solve the offensive line with two free agents that are in the 30s that didn't make out of week four. They're out for the year. So you're in the same position there trying to fix that. Were you going to count on the 30-year-old guys going back healthy next year? Is that your game plan? Where are you going here? That's my point. You you, you keep putting Band-Aids on a, you know, when the dam has a hole in it, you stick your finger in it, you're not going to fix it, you know? You know, you keep putting Band-Aids on the wound, and, and you're gushing blood. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. I mean, I, I was talking about the young defense. Yeah, I got you, but like I said, but where, you know, where are you going with this? I mean, you know, it's not oh. like you, there's not, you know, look, there's no one on the defense that's going to turn to going to, going to Canton, Ohio mm-hmm. with this young defense. There's no one, mm-hmm. not one of them. You know, they don't have any bona fide superstar in the waiting there. Come on, there's no chance. You know, they may be good players, they may be okay, but there's no great players on the that they've brought in. No, but I, I think I would I would take Xavier Howard out of that statement. Xavier Howard, I would take him out of that statement. What you you're busting you getting a bus for him? Well, I'm not saying that, but I think that Xavier Howard is so young right now, and he's one of the best corners in the league. So there, there's no doubt that I think he could be a top, top cornerback in this league. You know, he might be somebody that, that could be pretty yeah, special. I mean, probably won't, probably won't be a Miami mean, Dolphin. He probably no, won't be a no, Miami no, Dolphin when it happens. No, but, uh, he'll be accepting the bus with a different hat on. Yeah, you got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I just think that he's a pretty good young talent that they have. But you yeah. know what, Rich? The problem is not finding talent. The Miami Dolphins have found talent. If you look yeah, over the last it. six, seven years, they find some of the best talent. They, they really have drafted some of the best talent in the league. But they get rid of it all. I mean, you could take it yeah. all the way back to Wes Welker. But there's yeah. guys going in the Hall of Fame that were Miami Dolphins. That's my point. That's I just that. don't know where they're going with this. What's yeah. the point? I don't – there seems to be no plan. Well, if there's a plan, it's really funny. But it seems to be no plan. You know, they well, just try to bring people in to get you through to be a certain point so you don't lose all the season ticket holders. Well, you know? don't you think it comes down to the agenda, too? And I think that they have a different yeah. agenda. Winning is not yeah. necessarily at the top of their agenda, right? <laughs> that, if it is, that right? I mean, they're really it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it just seems yeah. that way. I mean, it really yeah. seems like, uh, okay, they, uh, <laughs> they, they don't necessarily make every decision to be an on-the-field performance enhancer. (laughs) It seems like there's a lot of things that are done that have nothing to do with on-the-field play, and we've talked about that. And there's organizations that do nothing but that. They turn down money because of it. You know, the Patriots, they don't travel to Europe. They don't give up home games because of what? Because they have a different agenda. You know, now, yeah, yeah, I will say that they're not – the one thing I'll say is it's, it's very easy, you know, I guess to say Pittsburgh, the Giants, uh, even though they're one of the worst teams in football right now, uh, and the Patriots, they don't necessarily play in Super Bowl hosting places, even though the Giants were able to swing that deal. Um, so maybe that's off the table, and that's obviously high on the list for Stephen Ross and the Miami Dolphins. I think that's higher on the list than a lot of things. That's the most important thing to them. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, which I guess, you know, um, really mirrors your product in a lot of ways. Because, you know, there, there's a 
there's a way to, I, I guess, handle your personnel and what your agenda is, and then there's a way to, to not. And it just seems like uh, you have a businessman running a football team, and business seems to be first priority. Yeah, he's using that as a cash flow. That's all. I mean, you know, listen, you can you can not try in this league. You can have the worst team in the world and not try, and you're still going to get all the TV revenue. You yeah, and, and, and what what Ross has that nobody else has, he's got a vacation spot for where his team plays. So you know, a lot of people who you know around the NFL have season tickets, and people with a lot of money to root for other teams. They'll circle that Miami game because they want to go to Miami for the weekend, you know. Yeah. So he's got a destination spot too. So people mm-hmm. go for that. That's why you see a lot of out of town fans in their stadium. It's not you know not a mystery why they're not coming to see the Dolphins. They're coming to see Miami. Well, that's what I. If we go back to the first segment, that's what I was saying to you about your rumored Las Vegas uh, group that. W- is interested in buying a team from South Florida. Do you know how many groups are interested in that? You don't need the Las Vegas group. I'm sure the guy gets calls every day where people wanting to buy this organization and franchise. Well, I heard that there was a, it was a it was a very serious thing that they're going after. They're like in negotiations to buy a team in the Southeast. Did I say it was Miami? I said I don't know, but we're in the Southeast. I said you know there's a shot that it may be talking about us. That's all, you know. I would hope that, you know, sometime in the near future, you know, Ross decides to sell because I don't think we're ever going to win with him owning the team. I really don't. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I'm just saying I don't think you're at any loss for, for people wanting to, to buy that team, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what uh, – there's a lot of teams down there, and then, you know, Jacksonville and Tampa and all those teams, who knows, but – uh, you know, NFL teams, uh, you know what what a commodity that is to own them. I mean, it's uh, it's the highest of the high, right? Yeah, it's one of, one of the most prestigious things you can do. There's no question Yeah, it really about. is. It really is. And, and it, it's, it's almost getting to the point of, I mean, uh, the common man can't even uh, ever envision that. You really well, the common can. man never owned the team even in the twenties. It was, you know, you had to have dough back then too. It was a different kind of money. So but yeah, but he's yeah. Right. So the craft, the craft story of the upper deck and and all that nonsense. You really buying that? No, I'm I'm throwing it at you. I'm I I you you said yeah. it, so I'm throwing it at you. Completely fabricated. Well, I don't I don't think he was. I don't think he was a common man in the upper deck. Put it like that. The guy had money for a long time. He, he just broke. He broke it in the fifty when he's in his fifties. Became a gazillionaire. Right. You know, right. you have to be a billionaire to own a team. You know, the, the days of the matter is getting getting the Giants in a gambling debt was the matter. Grandfather was a legalized bookie. Those days are long gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are, and you have to be a billionaire now. Um, you know, the Rooneys, you know, the Rooneys bought the team because they're, you know, they still do own horse tracks. You know, that's that's where their money came from. Mm-hmm. So that that went that went way far back too. You know, so they weren't yeah. common people. They were just they were into sports and then they had race tracks. Right. You know, I don't. Yeah. 
uh, I hear you. I don't, I, it's I don't, a different game now. There's not three guys in the corner saying I wanted to buy, you know, an AFL team back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, look, look, look who got involved in the AFL. I mean, Hunt, you know, multi-millionaire oil guy, you know, Adam, mm-hmm. oil guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't really, it wasn't like, you know, the local butcher getting five friends together buying a team, you know? Yeah. These and guys are, really not you know, now. Rich, rich as hell then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. I'm with you on that. Just pointing it out. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the future. The one thing is for sure, the Miami Dolphins will not lose next weekend. And they won't win either because they have a bye week. So they'll be 5-5 five and five for a while. And uh, we will preview the uh, Indianapolis game. And, of course, Indianapolis, like you said, doing much better. So it'll be interesting to see uh, where they go from here. Uh, so, you know, that's our show for tonight, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you next week, and hopefully the Miami Dolphins will get some better injury news on Parker and uh, Jakeem Graham. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own voice. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl, we had a few drinks, and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment, and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing.